Discover FX's Shogun, the official podcast available now. Every legend begins with a story. Listen and explore episode by episode the story of war, passion, and power set in feudal Japan. Join host Emily Yoshida each week with the creators, cast, and crew in this exclusive companion podcast. They dive deep into the twists and turns of the plot, go behind the scenes, and explore the real-life history that informed the limited series based on James Clavell's best-selling novel. Search FX's Shogun wherever you listen to podcasts. Tax season is approaching, bringing potential extra cash your way. Rather than spending it all on an expensive deal filled with yada yada from your current wireless plan, consider switching to Metro by T-Mobile for no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada you don't take yada yada in life don't take yada yada from your wireless provider metro by t-mobile has no contracts no credit checks no surprises and nada yada yada stop by one of over six thousand metro stores nationwide this episode of Stuff They Don't Want You To Know is brought to you by Alienware. During Dell Tech Fest, score game-changing innovations with limited-time deals on select next-gen Alienware gaming tech. New dimensions await with advanced gaming systems like the Alienware M18 laptop powered by an Intel Core i9 processor. Featuring awe-inspiring visuals, liquid cooling, three-dimensional audio with Dolby Atmos, and impressive overclocking potential. Plus, build your dream setup with great deals on select game Gaming monitors, mice, and more must-have electronics and accessories. When you shop online at Alienware.com deals, you'll have access to leading-edge gaming technology to conquer the competition and free shipping on everything. Amazing prices await you for a limited time only at Alienware.com deals. That's Alienware.com deals. Are you ready to move your career forward? Make your comeback with Purdue Global and get college credit for your work, school, life, or military experiences. With these credits, you may have already completed up to 75% of your undergraduate degree. You've worked hard to get where you are. It's time to get the recognition you deserve and earn a degree you'll be proud of, one that employers will trust and respect. When you take the next step in your life and career, make it count with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. From UFOs to psychic powers and government conspiracies, history is riddled with unexplained events. You can turn back now or learn the stuff they don't want you to know. A production of iHeartRadio. Hello, welcome back to the show. My name is Matt. My name is Noel. They call me Ben. We are joined, as always, with our super producer, Alexis, codenamed Doc Holiday Jackson. Most importantly, you are you, you are here, and that makes this the stuff they don't want you to know. It's Thursday, if you're hearing this as it comes out, which means it is time for our weekly listener mail segment where we hear from the best part of the show, you and your fellow conspiracy realists. We're going to go to some strange places. We've got some follow-ups on the situation ongoing in New Brunswick. Uh, We have... (laughs) We're we're going to hear from someone going under the handle, Mr. Tin Mouse, and we're also going to investigate a local mystery. Not only are we going to investigate this mystery, but I believe it's fair to say we are going to solve it to a degree. Uh, and this 
is maybe where we begin today, guys. Matt Knoll, uh, have you all heard of the Oculus Temple? No, but it sounds spooky and cool, and I'm excited to hear about it. Oh, yes. I have heard it. I've seen it. I am in it right now. I'm pretty what? sure. Yeah. Yes. It's a state of I feel mind. left out. Oh, you'll, you'll, you'll be there. You'll be there very soon, my friend. So I didn't mean that to sound as cryptic as it perhaps did. Uh, so, yeah, this has nothing to do with the Oculus VR console, um, which I'd love to hear everybody's thoughts on that. More on that in a second, because as you know, I have some reservations about it. But let's start with this voicemail from Anonymous. Hey there, guys. Long-time listener. You can use my voice on the uh, podcast if you want to. Uh, so I'm listening to today's most recent listener mail, and uh, honestly, there's been something I've been wanting to call you guys about for a long time. It's called the uh, the Oculus Temple. It's in Damascus, Oregon. Um, I've been there myself, but I don't want to sound biased about it. I would love it if you guys would do some research and talk about it on the pod. Hopefully... Uh, Hopefully you guys do. If not, that's fine. Have a great rest of your day. Love the show and can't wait to hear more episodes. Okay. I love this sort of stuff. Thank you so much. Uh, full disclosure, this caller did uh, use their name. However, we did not get permission to use their name. So we're erring on the side of safety there. That's just, uh, that's just the general policy we have. Uh, first things first. I had never heard about this. This reminds me of the Steelcase Pyramid. This reminds me of our earlier conversation about that mysterious church's chicken. You guys remember that one? Yeah. It doesn't ring a bell for me. The church's chicken? Mysterious church's chicken. Yes. Yeah. The one that was and then wasn't all of a sudden. And (laughs) yes, it was a whole thing. A spooky church's chicken? Well, it's like a. Maybe uh, I was out that day, you guys. No, maybe not. Any spooky church's chicken. Spoiler. uh, Sounds intriguing. Spoiler for the excellent television show Fringe. Spoiler alert. Three, two, one. Maybe that church's chicken was from a different universe just to the left of ours. But here's the deal. I'm pretty sure George sent us that message. (laughs) I'm pretty sure. (laughs) So here's the deal. Uh, If you go to Damascus, Oregon, if you don't live in the area, it's quite possible that you've never heard of this place. It's, It's pretty small. Uh, The population's like 10,000, 11,000 and change. And it is home to a very, very strange building. It's something that's been like, you know, we ask about this all the time. What are the local legends in your neck of the global woods? This one is often called the Temple of Oculus Anubis. And it's It's named after the Egyptian god of embalming, which is already kind of a flex, but the name itself is a little (laughs) misleading. No one knows whether it's actually a temple. Uh, (laughs) Shout out to to reporting on uh, outfits like uh, driveinvibin.com with Kyle and Olivia Brady. They said something I quite enjoyed where they, they pointed out that if you're looking for Damascus, Oregon, you are finding it sort of in the middle of two other towns, Happy Valley and Boring. There are people who live in a town called Boring. I would love to hear 
what that's like. It's right next to Weed, California, right? No. <laughs> and it's not, yes. And it's not that far from Portland, right? Right, right, yeah. Is it really next to Weed, California? No. I don't, well, I mean. Weed is in upstate, uh, Weed is in Northern California, if I'm not mistaken. Mm. So it could, it, it could be. It I'm could sorry. be, it could be. And you know, if you think about the size of the universe, then everything on Earth is right next to uh, everything else. But, you know. And you always put such a positive spin on things. I love that. <laughs> Thanks, man. Uh, let's try to put a positive spin on this. So if you are in Damascus, Oregon, you are going to hear about this place. People will call it a temple, but nobody really knows if it's a temple. They know that there is a large front gate with some ancient gold symbols on it. And there is also visible from the road, visible from outside the property, there's a statue of the Egyptian goddess Sekhmet, who is often depicted as a lioness. Uh, You'll also see identical stone pyramids. This became a a subject of a lot of speculation, especially especially in the online age of uh, independent digging for mysteries. A lot of the stuff people said about it made me think it was pure speculation. You know what I mean? Like maybe someone visited the town, they saw the gates, they had pre-existing opinions about Egyptian folklore and religion and mythology, and then they just sort of styled on it, which is how how many conspiracy theories work. Uh, That's why it's one of the most amazing uh, forms of new folklore. That's also why you could call it a very American type of art which I, uh, I also read somewhere. Uh, anyhow, there is a little bit of a, I would say, credible investigation into this anonymous, and it hinges on the story of an eye doctor, a guy named Dr. Dean Elton Neal and his son, Anthony Curtis Neal. This was one of the only things that we could find reported in an actual paper uh, rather than, you know, just like creepy pasta on Facebook or people making weird guesses. So here's the deal with the Neil family. There were a lot of articles that came out about this mysterious property. Uh, and I want to shout out a place called Criminal uh, Vocal.media. You can find it on uh, by Keats Ross. Keats Ross spent a lot of time figuring out what actually is going on here. And back in 2016, they published an article called The Temple of Oculus Anibus Solved. And in this, I don't know if this will be disappointing to some people or if it will be um, kind of reassuring, but most of the crazy ideas are pretty easily debunked. There's not a bunch of cannibals in this small town, eating people in some, like, Egyptian-themed house party. There's not... That's a bummer. I know, I know. But there's also not some kind of... As far as we know, there's not some kind of, like, secretive, theatrical, Illuminati, Eyes Wide Shut, Kubrick-esque society uh, frolicking out there. But there is this family, and it appears that they just really like Egyptian decor. Uh, we're going to speculate on this a bit in a respectful way. Uh, the The thing is, there there was actually conspiracy here, and it was real. Uh, that 
place I mentioned earlier when I said a, a newspaper or media outlet published about this, Oregon Live connected the dots when they ran a piece that read, eye clinic manager convicted in huge health care fraud, puppet of father or partner in crime. That's referring to the son, Anthony Curtis Neal. He was prosecuted for health insurance fraud through the Neal family optometry business, and that was located up the way in Gresham, Oregon. He had embezzled, this is the son, about $2.5 million over the course of decades. And the question that prosecutors posed was whether he was a rogue actor on his own or whether this was the work of his father, like his dad told him to do it, using him as a proxy. And (laughs) a lot of the money that they embezzled went to build this compound, which was as of uh, several years ago, it was still unfinished. And I just thought it's interesting because it's a really big place. It's a 35,000 square foot house and it was built for the son apparently, to live next door to his father. And (laughs) they had uh, tunnels on this compound that connected the son and father's house. Uh, They also had, like, of course, those weird statues. They had a helipad and a tennis court. Because why not? But can't you also, this is my question. This is just the design question. Can't you also just have a helipad that can turn into a tennis court when you put up a net. I think it's an unnecessary flex to have both of those. (laughs) It does feel that way. Theoretically. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But yeah, there are some videos you can find online of people who have broken onto the property and taken footage of this place. And when, when Ben says 35,000 square foot house, he means it. It's there. It's completely unfinished, but there it's, it's giant. You, it looks like cavernous rooms that almost feels like um, it was going to be a cathedral of some sort eventually, but made out of stone and metal um, rather than, I don't know. It, I don't even know how to describe it. It's creepy looking. And there's also weird footage of those purported tunnels that you described, Ben. Yeah. Yeah. And the credible research we found seems to indicate that those tunnels are part and parcel of the thing, but uh, we haven't. Matt, you're absolutely correct. There's a series of pretty great urban exploration videos from people who have broken in, Mm -hmm. uh, but we we still are very scarce on facts, which is why I think Anonymous wrote to us. And Anonymous, let us know, by the way, if you are the source of some of those videos. So here's the problem with this story. This becomes a true crime story because the Neal family had divisions in the ranks. And the son, Anthony Neal, had a lawyer who was defending him in the case regarding this embezzlement. And Anthony Neal's attorney said that first, uh, Neal is on the autism spectrum and that he had been terrorized by his father and that his father uh, had done awful unclean things like repeatedly assaulted Anthony's mother when she was alive, that Anthony had been himself assaulted by a family acquaintance. The father knew of this and 
didn't do anything to protect his kid because he was worried it would tarnish his professional reputation. Uh, yeah, he also was forcibly restraining people. Uh, the problem is that there, these aren't just wild, unfounded claims on the son's part because there is a 1997 restraining order that the, uh, the wife had taken out against Dr. Neal. This guy, Neal the Elder, died in 2015. He had never gone to court, never had any consequences for these alleged crimes, financial or um, the, the violent crimes you just described. However, the judge in the son's case did not buy these arguments, or at least did not think they absolved him of criminal activity. So he was sentenced four years ago with a year in federal prison, and then he had to pay millions of dollars to insurance agencies, to the IRS, and so on. The judge said, quote, you are not dumb. You are certainly under the thumb of your father, but you knew right from wrong, so you do have culpability. Also, this was stood out. The judge said that the father, Dr. Neal, was, quote, about as evil a person as you can imagine, especially involving his disabled son. So this thing does have a real and disturbing story behind it. Uh, the building still stands, but there's not public access to it at this point. Uh, I, I'm going to follow up probably on my, on my own to see what it's like now. But if you are listening and you are located in or around Damascus, Oregon, we would love to hear your take. Have you been on the property? Uh, we will try to preserve your anonymity, of course. Uh, what did you find? And the thing that sticks with me, why the Egyptian decor? There has to be more to this story. Let us know if you can help us connect the dots. one eight three three 833 Conspiracy at iHeartRadio.com. We're going to pause for a word from our sponsor, and then we'll be back traveling to New Brunswick. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new SUV, like an adventure-ready RAV4. Available with all-wheel drive, your new RAV4 is built for performance on any terrain, from the road to the trails. And with plenty of passenger and cargo space, plus available tech like wireless charging, you and your entire crew can stay connected. Or check out a stylish and comfortable Highlander with three spacious rows of seating for up to eight passengers. And with available features like the panoramic moon roof, you can sit back and enjoy the wide open views with your whole family. Plus, both RAV4s and Highlanders are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and save on gas. So visit your local Toyota dealer and check out amazing national sales event deals on RAVs, Highlanders, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Join Metro. They help you stay ahead of the game with nada, yada, yada. That means no contracts, no credit checks, and no surprises. Outsmarting yada, yada means, uh, you know, taxis and stuff. Shady subscriptions. Did you guys ever order something online and you thought it was just like a one-time purchase, but then 
you found yourself subscribed? Yeah, I had to call and stop payment on something because I had subscribed to it through Apple Pay. And even though I had like put a new card on there, it still was uh, tied to whatever card was associated with my Apple Pay. So I had to like go through this whole process of getting it pulled. It was really, really annoying. Well, that'll never happen with Metro by T-Mobile because you don't take yada yada in life. And you're not going to take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada, helping you stay ahead without compromising on things you love the most. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Did you know that most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate, but not with 80 Acres Farms? Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled, going from farm to store in days, not weeks. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's no need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. And we're back with uh, something of an update. Um, everyone might remember that we recently on a strange news episode, Matt, I believe, brought to us a story about a mysterious ailment uh, plaguing some citizens of uh, New Brunswick and uh, the, the province of New Brunswick. I believe that's what they call it there in, in Canadian terms. And uh, we got an email from uh, Lady Farrow. I think it's Farrow, F-E-R-O-X. Do you guys know about a game called Ark? I don't know about Ark. Apparently this is a reference to that game. I'm not sure if it's a board game or some sort of uh, MMORPG, but I'm not familiar. But I, I think it's pretty, maybe Ferox, F-E-R-O-X. So. It's, I believe it's MMO, and I believe that's one that uh, our buddy Dan Harmon played for a bit. Okay, okay. I'll have to check it out. I'm always in need for a new time suck. Um, not. Uh, but I, uh, <laughs> I need to, I, you know, Matt's funny. Uh, not to derail us too, too much right away, but I've been really considering getting into Magic the Gathering uh, arena. Uh, my buddy Matt Riddle, friend of the show, uh, or all of our buddies, Matt Riddle, is a big uh, a big player in that space. I know you are too, so I actually told him about that, so he might hit you up. But We're already friends guys. on Arena. Oh, there you go. Boom. Uh, so Lady Ferox uh, had this to say concerning the mysterious disease directly from the perspective of uh, she described herself as a concerned New Brunswicker. Hi, STDWITK crew. Codename Lady Ferox here. Shout out to the ARC players. LOL. Uh, I was listening to your recent Strange News episode about the mysterious neurodegenerative disease happening in New Brunswick and was very surprised to hear my home province mentioned. This is something I had heard about briefly last year. 
but I had not heard the possible lobster angle. Oh, the infamous lobster angle. Uh, and that really got my wheels turning. First off, 90% in that study seems high to me. Um, even as a local, I would imagine that more people along the coast eat lobster than inland. But I would never guess 90% of the whole area's population eats lobster on even a weekly basis. Uh, but I would actually guess that the older the people you surveyed, uh, the higher the percentage would get. This made me wonder what differences are there between a regular diagnosis of dementia and the <laughs> mystery disease if the person is old enough to be naturally suffering from dementia. More specifically, Lewy body dementia, which has symptoms pretty much exactly like what they're describing, uh, impairing of movement and thinking abilities, and can even cause hallucinations. If I'm not mistaken, I, guys, uh, I believe that's what Robin Williams had and was suffering from. Correct. Yeah, which it really, it's a, almost like a body dysmorphic kind of like a component to it as well. Uh, it's very, very scary and not nearly enough known about it. Um, what causes it specifically, you know, to, to from just regular dementia. Um, the letter goes on. I'm bringing up Louis body dementia specifically because there are two people I know who have died of this in the last few months alone. How do we know if it is something that is naturally occurring in people's bodies versus an environmental factor if they won't let scientists look for what caused it in those identified cases? Right. I tried looking for stats on people being diagnosed with dementia in our province over the last years or months, but so far I haven't found any. Um, and, you know, and this is a small area uh, relatively, so it shouldn't be that hard to, to get this kind of data. Um, that was me. Uh, the fact that our provincial government is not allowing a deeper look into this sadly doesn't surprise me at all. If you just take a quick peek at the StatsCan websites on causes of death per province in 2020, uh, the number of deaths in New Brunswick's, quote, information unavailable section grows at an alarming rate uh, as the year goes on from 15 in January to 590 in August. And no, we aren't the only province that seems to have that trend. But it doesn't instill confidence in thinking we are being given all the facts. I'm sure much of that is COVID because our COVID death stayed at a nice even zero throughout those months. But it just shows that what Ben said is likely correct, that there are many more unseen roaches in our kitchen that our government doesn't want us to know about. Wow. A lot to unpack there. I mean, I think a big part, Matt, uh, of the story was the lack of transparency around this, right? Yeah, uh, much of the story is about attempting to get a government body to investigate it further and, you know, to take further steps on checking out specific victims. There were a couple families that were quoted in one of the articles that they were attempting to have their loved one, even though they had passed away, uh, tested for specific things to find out more information to see if this was in some way connected to other potential victims With the support of, of this everybody. unknown disease. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we, we postulated that the lobster angle was, poten you know, potentially had some kind of economic ties with New Brunswick and that entire region of North America. Mm. Uh, if, if it would have an effect on that, <laughs> on the on the fishing business and or lobstering, the crabbing business. What do you, whatever oh, that's called. Lobstering. Uh, I think, uh, yeah, lobbying. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, I think that's the, different. The, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, but also yeah. involves putting things in cages. Too true. Too true. Too right, as they say in the UK. Yeah, this is this is a big deal because one of the questions that we posed for that that angle or that speculation is why why this is not being reported in like Eastern Maine 
where there are a ton of fisheries and lobster outfits. Uh, the questions remain unanswered, remain unanswered, imagine Maine. But the the issue here, I think, is that this also encourages further distrust in the Canadian government, not just on a regional level, but on a federal level, like something as simple as we investigated, we did our due diligence and we didn't find anything would go a long way to reassuring people. But this is, and to be clear, everything, everything I'm about to say is true and none of it should be taken as a defense of the U.S., which has its own walk-in closet overflowing with skeletons. Uh, Canada, as we found on this show, as a government, has historically had a very tough time acknowledging uncomfortable facts like the residence schools or like the highway of tears. So if you are familiar with those sorts of precedents, it's completely understandable to think that there may be a cover-up or stonewalling going on. But we have not, we have not heard an official statement uh, from someone in in the government saying anything really you know which to me is is distressing that's definitely shooting yourself in the foot or the claw or the tail uh but but mm. i think that i think that's a yeah. big piece of this correct me if i'm wrong any anybody listening out there that maybe just listened to this to the previous episode i believe one of the big pushes was to get an independent panel of experts to look at this thing and investigate it um maybe in in conjunction with a government investigation, mm-hmm. which feels like the best way to do it. And also just keep in mind, we're still talking about, I think around 50 individuals 48, who yeah. have been afflicted by this. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't know if it's changed since we've recorded it, but I'm assuming it's still around that number. So it shouldn't be that alarming to everyone living in new Brunswick. The only problem is it could be something associated with, you know, the diet of people who live in that area, which would be very troubling. Yeah. What do you make of the whole, uh, you know, stats angle of it all? Is it a matter of like truly a cover up? Does it point to that? Or is it just a matter of a small area that is understaffed and that oftentimes maybe there's lag in this kind of reporting? Yeah. I I mean, it's a good question. I think Lady Ferox or Fero or whatever it is. I I just don't know. Arc. I've never played it. Um, I think they got it right when they're saying many of these unidentified causes do point back to COVID. And so it's undetermined whether or not COVID was the major factor in a death or it was something else in COVID related. I, I bet that has a lot to do with the that stat you're talking about. Right. Now. Yeah. COVID deaths at zero. Does that stand out to anybody else in the email? There's also, um, mm-hmm. you know, those 48 cases that we're referencing, we're, we're using that number because that's what was confirmed by New Brunswick Public Health. But as as you know, Lady Fro or Lady Ferox, uh, that the Roach thing holds true, and and I'm glad that point stayed with you. There are clearly, at least according to uh, the New York Post, there are clearly more suspected cases. Uh, and one anonymous source said that it could be as many as a hundred and fifty. It was interesting. I don't remember whether we mentioned this, but back in October of 2021, uh, pathologists believed that they had identified the cause of at least eight of those "quote unquote" mystery brain mm-hmm. disease deaths, and that was a uh, Dr. Jared Jansen at the University of Ottawa. Yeah, they believe they had confirmed. 
eight of them and they were unrelated, didn't have anything, you know, to do with each other. They were independent. The big questions came in when individual caregivers of people who were suffering from whatever neurological disease it was began showing the same symptoms or worse symptoms than the people they were caring for. And many of them were younger individuals. Yeah. And the, and that's just statistically, that's pretty unusual. Also, to be clear, the pathologist, once he claimed he had identified these eight deaths or the cause of these eight deaths, uh, the families didn't all agree with his conclusions. I think especially one one victim was said to have died due to complications from Alzheimer's, and the family was astonished, and they, they did not disagree. Uh, and, you know, they're still, they're like whistleblowers active on this, sources that want to be anonymous. We talked a little bit about the possible right. environmental factors, but this is an ongoing case. Wasn't the whistleblower from like a big health um, agency or I mean, it wasn't like a government Vitality. entity, but it was one of the largest. Yeah, it was, it was a very large healthcare provider, if I'm not mistaken, there, there in Canada. So I, I don't know. It's something to keep an eye on. Um, I, I don't know that there's been any big follow up in the media. So thank you, Lady Frogs, for the uh, inside scoop from on the ground. So I think that's something that's very intriguing to all of us. And we'll have to see where the lobster angle takes us or, um, you know, the, this Lewy body syndrome uh, is, is also very interesting. And, and the idea that the symptoms are very similar and the disparity between the reporting in terms of the age. So I, I do think there's something to this, uh, this theory. Well, let's take a quick break and then we'll be back with another piece of mail or correspondence or what have you from you, the public. Hey guys, it's Steve Cavino from Cavino and Rich here to tell you the national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new Toyota truck like a rugged half-ton Tundra. Workhorse by nature, powerhouse by design, the Tundra combines raw capability with premium comfort and advanced tech to fuel your wildest adventures. And with the available iForce Max Hybrid powertrain, you can take electrifying horsepower farther than ever before. Or check out the fully redesigned Tacoma delivering trail-dominating power and captivating style. The new Tacoma was born to make your off-roading dreams come true. And with the new available tech, this legendary truck is getting even better. When you buy a Toyota truck... You buy Toyota Dependability, meaning your truck will hold its value long into the future. So visit your local Toyota dealer. Check out the amazing national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places. Join Metro. They help you stay ahead of the game with nada, yada, yada. That means no contracts, no credit checks, and no surprises. Outsmarting yada, yada means, uh, you know. Taxis and stuff. Shady subscriptions. Did you guys ever order something online and you thought it was just like a one-time purchase, but then you found yourself subscribed? Yeah, I had to call and stop payment on something because I had subscribed to it through Apple Pay. And even though I had like put a new card on there, it still was tied to whatever card was associated with my Apple Pay. So I had to like go through this whole process of getting it pulled. It was really, really annoying. Well, that'll never happen with Metro by T-Mobile because you don't take yada yada in life and you're not going to take yada yada from your wireless provider. Metro has no contracts, no credit checks, no surprises, and nada yada yada, helping you stay ahead without compromising on things you love the most. Stop by one of over 6,000 Metro stores nationwide. 
With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota. Farm to store in days, not weeks. That's 80 Acres Farms. Did you know most salads travel over 2,000 miles to reach your plate? But not 80 Acres Farms. Their crisp salad greens and herbs are food less traveled. They stay fresher for longer in your fridge. My salad lasts all week long, which means less food waste and easy meal planning. Oh, and did I mention there's zero need to wash these greens? Because 80 Acres Farms uses zero pesticides. Visit 80acresfarms.com to learn more and find their salads and salad kits at your local Harris Teeter. And we're back. And we are immediately jumping over to a call we received from Mr. Tin Mouse. Here we go. This is my uh, quick story. So uh, I went to a wedding a few weeks ago, and I met a guy whose father had passed away 10 years ago, and he worked in the CIA. And he told me that my dad was a CIA message drop. So if there was somebody that needed to pass messages to his dad, they dropped them off with my dad. And my dad had clearance enough to receive the messages. And so I looked up my dad's Korean War records, and one of the main, one of the things listed for his unit was psychological warfare. So there's a lot of stories about this, but my dad never once mentioned this to me, and it was uh, quite the shock that here I am related to somebody who was actually either in the CIA or part of the CIA, but he was so clandestine that I never even knew about it, and he passed away years ago. So if they don't want you to know, they will make sure you don't know, even if it's your dad. Just think about that. Thanks. Bye. Just think about that. Okay, Mr. Mm-hmm. Tin Mouse. <laughs> I'm going to think about that for a long time. Uh, wow. Uh, just the concept of finding something out about you know a loved one, in this case a parent, a child, a spouse, something like that, that you never knew until after their passing, and especially finding out something like they were involved in intelligence work with the old agency. That's intense. Agreed. Uh, and to find out through a third party, like a random guy that you didn't even know, <laughs> or maybe, maybe they were acquaintances. You have to go to a wedding, which is like the worst, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> at least you, you met someone <laughs> interesting. And, uh, w- one thing I think is fascinating here is that Tin Mouse, it, it does not sound as if the, this person you spoke with was able to like provide their own supporting evidence other than their word. Uh, and psychological warfare or a psyop being listed does not necessarily mean that someone is, uh, in the trade. But it sounds like Tin Mouse is, is pretty convinced here and it's not out of the realm of possibility. You know, people, People all live a thousand different lives in the course of their own biological life. Um, And people in general like to be good. 
at what they do. So if part of being good at what you do is not telling people what you do, then you're you're going to strive for that. And the CIA vetting process is pretty intense. So they weed out people who would be or they do their best to try to like weed out people who would have conflicts of interest or be attention seekers. You know what I mean? You don't want like if you mm-hmm. want a good asset or operative, whether long term or short term, you're looking for someone who is easy to control, who is predictable in their actions and really unassuming. That's one of the big things you want. Like we talked in the past about how James Bond is a hilariously bad, just terrible spy. But a lot of the folks like the Americans does a great job of this in the realm of fiction. Those are two people who are so deep cover that not even their kids know that they're working for Russia. And they purposely, I think they run a travel agency, but they purposely try not to be too showy. They try not to be too extroverted. They they are aiming to be the kind of people that you would not think about again the moment they leave the room. And that's sort of the art. That's the mm. most important skill to have. It reminds me of a little bit of um, mm-hmm. Black Widow, uh, the Marvel movie, and the way that family kind of was embedded and uh, the children barely knew what was going on until it was time to time to scoot. Yeah. Yeah. So I was intrigued by this, guys, and I gave a call back to Mr. Tin Mouse and spoke with him for a little bit. And I've got some more information that he's cleared me oh, nice. to share with you all. Oh, wow. So let's go over some of this. Um, He said he did some investigating into his father's time during the Korean Mm -hmm. War. He was in the Air Force, and he was assigned to a unit. I don't know how to say this correctly. Maybe you guys can help me out with it. It's the 6167th Air Base Group. So 6167TH Air Base Group. You can find it on Wikipedia. He found it in a couple places, and he's got the insignia and the badge from his father and it confirms that he was a part of this group they it's really interesting they did some weird stuff we were talking about psychological warfare here uh it's true they did all kinds of things uh there are leaflet drops uh psychological warfare voice missions which is again this is a wikipedia entry so i do i cannot confirm that uh like what that means i don't know what a voice mission would be besides I'm assuming it just means they were broadcasting messages in Korean while in their the Air Force. So they're probably flying C-47s and other, and other airplanes. But it's some fascinating stuff. You can read a little bit more about it if you're interested. But for Mr. Tin Mouse, he was more interested in the concept that his father never once mentioned this other guy. He never mm-hmm. mentioned his work with the agency. He never mentioned anything that would make him suspect in any way that his father was doing any, you know, message dropping or any work like this. So he described his dad. He said that his father was interested in dentistry and he was going to dental school before he left for Korea and before he was deployed. And when he came back, Mr. Tin Mouse said his father never pursued dentistry again. He was into metal detecting. He had all kinds of rings and other things in this collection that he had of the, you know, of the items he'd found while metal detecting. And there was this one specific gold ring in his collection. And I believe Mr. Tin Mouse, you have to correct me if I'm wrong here, but what I have in my notes is that one of those rings that was in his collection was made of dental gold. 
it was melted down like Ooh. fillings and and other gold that would be used for Ooh. work on the mouth and if you like think about his interest in dentistry think about his maybe connection with CIA i don't know about you guys but it took my mind to wonder if he was maybe involved in interrogation right. in some way um which mm. is maybe really dark maybe not true at all uh but it's where mr tin mouse's mm-hmm. mind went as well i don't know i've got <laughs> something that maybe uh I, I think it's an important note, but it's a personal note uh, that we need to communicate to you, Tin Mouse. Just because your dad never mentioned it, don't take that as any kind of like remark on your relationship with your father. Uh, if anything, he was just trying to be protective, right? And to maintain sort of a fire break between his personal life and the things he really cared about and the things that he did. Uh, doubtlessly from his perspective, in service of his country. A lot of folks don't know this, but North Korean forces got close to winning the Korean War for a time. It was not near as like simplified and sanitized as a lot of public school textbooks want people to believe, even if they mention the Korean War, which they often do not. Uh, and this, this outfit it was with, uh, we do know, and it's been publicly acknowledged by Uncle Sam that the Air Force at this time was facilitating, at the very least, guerrilla operations during the war. This means they were dropping in partisan or proxy forces. They were conducting intelligence gathering activities. And to be fair, intelligence gathering activities is such an umbrella term. It could, it's like saying sandwich because there are hundreds of different types of sandwiches, right? Millions? thousands at least. And uh, this means that intelligence gathering can encompass anything from a low altitude cover of night flyover to try to get a sense of the enemy forces, but it can also include things like interrogation. Uh, at this point, we just don't know. And for a long time, conceivably for, for the future, the U.S. public is not going to know the full extent of how the sausage was made there. Yeah. And uh Sons and daughters may not know the full extent of what their dads did there, as was shown by our caller. Um, So, yeah, I don't know, guys. This is just a really fascinating thing to me. I haven't explored the Korean War in the same way I have some of the other major conflicts that the U.S. Mm -hmm. has been involved in. And I feel like it's going to be worth my time and I should look into it. Uh, So I'm going to do that. You might enjoy, if if you want to learn more about this, you might enjoy an article by the National Interest written by Michael Peck. Uh, it's called, Yes, North Korea Could Have Won the Korean War. And this one's fairly recent. This came out in 2020. Uh, of course, the national interest has its own angle on things, so be aware of that when you're reading it. Uh, but if, if you have an interest in this, and we have some people in the audience today who may have been alive during that time uh, or seen the, the fallout, the aftermath of this war, which has not ended, by the way, it's at a ceasefire. They're still legally beefing. Um, if you if you want to learn more about this, you you might be surprised by how much attention historians put on the long tail consequences of this, the effects of it. Like one of the weirdest things about a war that never ends is the demilitarized zone between the DPRK and the ROK, North Korea and South Korea is tremendously biodiverse. It's nuts. 
because people don't go there. Even with the landmines, it's a better deal for the animals. And a lot of the, uh, actually a lot of the propaganda from the Southern side is about that, about how great the DMZ is for biodiversity. Nice. Silver lining. Uh, all right. Well, hey. And again with the silver lining today. <laughs> yeah. Woo. Yeah, we did it. We did. We did do it, Matt. And uh, we couldn't do it without the help of our fellow conspiracy realists. So thanks not just to Anonymous, to Lady Ferox, to Mr. Tin Mouse, but thanks to everyone who has reached out to us, uh, whether via snail mail, which we still get, uh, whether via social media, or whether you have called us, whether you've just spoken our names into a mirror three times in the dark. It's always a pleasure to hear from you. If you want to take a page from their book and be a part of the show, we would love to have you. We try to be easy to find online. All over the internet is where you can find us. The handle at Conspiracy Stuff will get you into our uh, Twitter, our YouTube channel, where we post new videos of every single new episode, as well as our Facebook, where you can also join our Facebook group. Here's where it gets crazy. The handle at Conspiracy Stuff Show will get you to our Instagram. That is correct. If you wish, you, like Mr. Tin Mouse, like Anonymous, can call us. You can leave us a voicemail. Please give yourself a cool nickname that you approve of that uh, we can use on the show. And and do use a nickname. Don't use your real name just for safety's sake. That's for all of our sakes. Come on. You can do it. It'll be great. And make sure you give us permission to use your voice on the air. You've got three minutes. Say whatever you want. Bonus points if you make us and everyone listening laugh. And if you've got more to say, then can fit in that three minutes, why not instead send us a good old-fashioned email? Our address is conspiracy at iHeartRadio.com. Stuff They Don't Want You to Know is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Videos moderated by real people who review content before it's posted to the feed. I love the dance challenges. <laughs> I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids. <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? 
M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, Peanut Butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of Peanut Butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals. It's not about being the best in the world. It's about doing what's best for the world. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.